Hello and welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. My name is Natalie and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Chantel. Hey. Tolls. Hello. And the lovely Rachel. Hi, guys. Oh, Rachel, I'm loving the energy. It's nice to have you back. I know this is not your first episode back, but we've missed you. So... I've missed you guys loads. Don't lie. Do you know what? I'm not lying. Why would I lie? Do you know what I mean? That's what she said to her work colleagues. I've missed you guys loads when she's back from maternity leave. Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Let's not start this. Okay, Let's sorry. This. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Miss Sorry. So anyway, how are you ladies doing today? Good, thank Good. you. Good. Yeah. Good. Are we having January blues? Are we gassed for the new year? Like, what is the vibe? I'm gassed. Oh. I stay gassed. That's a good yeah, question. Not positive. Nonsense. Right. Yeah. Told? I'm, 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 I'm ambivalent. It's like a mixture of both. No. Yeah. To be fair, one day I'm gasping, the next day I want to stay in my bed the whole day. So I That's actually it. That's exactly it. I can't be like on a wave because I'm, we call it fluctuating. Yeah. I'm, I'm, 2023 is the Yale vibes. If I'm on it, I'm on it. If I'm not, I'm not. Oh, well. That's it. Anyway, let me do the housekeeping first. As usual, you can follow us as at the bleh, on Twitter, Instagram, BWW Podcast UK. You can always join our conversations using the hashtag, hashtag BWW Podcast UK. And it's blackwomenworking.com for our website and black women working on LinkedIn. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and so, yeah, this is our second episode. And the theme for this year, as we said, is working on me in 2023. And if you want to know a little bit more about what the theme means, what we're talking about, whether we're being gassed or ambivalent or on vibes, whatever it means, um, and you want to get the tea on that. Um, you can listen to our first episode, but in short, we wanted a year where we kind of just focus our conversations more around what we need as individuals, as humans, as full authentic persons in the workplace and how we can kind of create a working life that supports our whole selves and living in our truths and our identity and our purpose and all that kind of good stuff. So to kick off, I thought it would be good to talk about focus. Now, one of my favorite quotes Guys, don't worry, I'm not bringing back quotes to every episode. I'm not doing that. But one of my favorite quotes that I try to live by is, you don't need more time, you need more focus. I cannot remember who said that. If you know who said that, please at me or at the podcast and let us know. And um, just to be clear, it's not in the sense of those crazy motivational speakers screaming at people in those YouTube videos about how lazy they are. It's just more about like, finding a way to give yourself the necessary tunnel vision so that what you need to get done to make yourself happy, whether that is achieving something, carving out time, putting in a routine, alternatively focusing on being able to say no, eradicating FOMO, all those type of things. Um, it's just about having that focus on what is most important for you. So there's a few things I feel like we should focus and I'm going to throw it out to the girls to get your opinion. I feel like we need to really try and focus on what is truly important to us. Better yet, what we can control. And finally, in the most non-selfish, narcissistic way, ourselves only, aka known as minding our business and drinking our water. What do you ladies think? Yeah. In a word, yeah. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I've got Chantel's seal of approval. I'm on a vibe. Yeah, when, I love it. 
when we're when we're thinking about focus I think often the buzzword at the moment is intention intentionality and once you decide like this is what I am going to do your your intention therefore sets your focus um and that can be from like so last year one of my phrases was mundane to magic and it's literally like Wait, say that again mundane to magic yeah Ooh, okay. anything I have to do as part of my everyday life I can't see it as mundane because I have to do it so you know for me in terms of like the various ways I use my power hours in mm. the morning and stuff it's about intention focus I wake up in the morning if it's one hour for working out it's one hour for working out if it's one hour for cleaning the kitchen it's one hour for cleaning the I kitchen. knew you was going to say cleaning uh, yeah you know I was going to say cleaning cleaning's got you in a bind <laughs> I'm happy with it but intention intention will will allow for progress focus uh, allows for progress in my opinion I absolutely agree Rach oh well for me I really find it difficult to focus like focusing on one thing for me is really difficult um I think it's something that I need to work on so I'm really interested to hear what you guys are going to say in terms of focusing and looking at and seeing how that looks for you guys because boy focus we can't do it <laughs> she's like let me learn I'm oh, a listener I love the transparency Tolls what do you think you seem um, to me like you're a very focused person like you are very focused yeah, 100%. yeah, that's your that's the brand. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm that is the yeah. Oh my god, we found, I like we found it. a lyric. Yeah, that is definitely the the tolls brand. One hundred percent. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. There's almost military pre- precision Teach us. to the way Teach I us. run my life. But you know what? I decided in 2023. Ooh. Like as much as I love the routine and it keeps me grounded. But actually, I get so sick of it sometimes that actually it can be a trigger factor in feeling complete apathy oh, and lack of yeah, excitement in life. Yeah. So what I've decided for this year is like I don't have to be rooted to the routines that I'd previously had. I have the freedom mm. to change them if they're not working for me mm. and to not feel um sort of self-accrimination is that even a word like if I'm not sticking to the plan yeah like I you punish yourself place. basically right. yeah yeah Do see I'm go on Shan mm? I had a, so I had a realization this weekend in terms of like obviously you know where your time is allocated i.e your nine to five and you know what happens sometime if you've got routines in the evenings and weekends and basically this weekend um we'd all gone out as a family and we came home it was still relatively early. So my partner was like, oh, let's watch a movie as a family. Me, I had a list of things to do. You know, I had laundry, laptop needed to be open. And I thought, how nice. We're all together. I actually want to be present. I could have multitasked. I could have put the laptop on. I could have taken the ironing out. But I was like, I'm going to be present. Everybody else is just sitting watching a movie. I'm going to sit watch, watching a movie. And what occurred to me was, ultimately, I don't want, like, love and self-care and family time to have to be mm. a choice yeah and I don't want when I'm making it a choice for it to come with consequences i.e yeah. because I've spent time with my family now mm-hmm. I'm behind in my work yes the resentment which then indi- right which then in- indicated to me 
back to focus. I need to be disciplined. If there's things that I'm going to do in the week or after work or in the mornings, at work, whatever, I have to stick to that. So when my free time is my free time, I'm not then the other things aren't seeping in. 100%. I agree with that so much. Like, it's why I kind of have such um, a granular detail to my life in terms mm. of like what I'm doing throughout the day. Like I literally have a wall calendar. I can't live without it because I don't know what day or time of the year can it you, is Can you send me a it. picture? Because I don't want to be in your business. <laughs> I bought it I from wanna, Tiger. I just want to like, see how the master does it. Like I just want to see how the master does it. It's looking very scanty at the moment, but I bought it from <laughs> Tiger because I'm a very visual person. Otherwise it's just going to be like, it's not going to rest in my brain. So I'm literally always looking at it. And it, it helps me stay on track with what I need to do. I don't always stick to it all the time, but just having that visual representation there um really helps and also helps me to maximize um the time in my day because you know what yeah we say it all the time but life really is so short and it's just like there's not enough time to do yeah. what you actually want to do so you actually have to prioritize and I think this episode is gonna kind of bring out the elements where you have a focus but also don't be imprisoned to that plan make room for mm-hmm. you know um spontaneous enjoyments and delight because the, I think what happens to a lot of people in life, um, whether they're single, whether they're with a partner, whether they're married, is that they get into a rut and that rut can be really destructive as well because they're so um, focused on a routine. Yeah, it's true. And it just goes to one of the next points I wanted to make because I feel like now at 34 <clears throat> that my life is so much more busy than I was at 24. And I feel like we've got into a point where we're all just, we seem to be so, so, so busy and we've managed to like pack and schedule all these things. And so I feel now, I would say 10 times more overwhelmed than I felt at that age. And there could be multiple reasons from that. And so the thing that when I'm kind of looking at my life and thinking about, well, is it the way I want it to be? One thing I realized is that with all these lists and things that you're trying to achieve and do, how do you actually figure out like what is important to you? So obviously, Shan, you were talking about you made the choice. I don't even want to say choice because I feel like that's the right thing to do to watch, to do family cinema time. But you had laundry, you had a laptop, you had this, you had cleaning because, you know, cleaning's got you people in a bind. I can't relate. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, how do you actually figure out like what is important to you? And, and if you don't know, like what steps can you even take to start to try and figure it out? Because I feel like sometimes we get so busy, we don't even know what's important. Great question. Um, I think like I, for the last few years, have been, okay, let's go back a little bit more. I think when we're growing up and we're like uni, college, whatever, we go through the structures that are already predetermined. It's very easy. The path is easy. Finish this course, then do this, start this job. This is the route. And then in my 30s, I've just got to a stage where it's like, actually, what do I want my life to be like? Like genuinely, not oh, I'm going to be a teacher and this is like, what do I want? If I had to script, so journaling is part of part of self-care and I know people do journal I do journaling in various ways but one of the ways that I do it is to um script the life that I want to have a day in my life what happens 
in the best when I'm living my best life how do how do I wake up what happens in the morning how do I feel who do I see what do I eat what do I do even if that incorporates work depending on what kind of yeah. day Can I ask a question right? yeah what do you eat on the best day of your life oh uh, like I'm I'm like everything fruit granola yogurt and then a big wham breakfast <laughs> 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 everything sorry I everything. just love food so much when he said eat I was just like you saw my eyes I was like oh, so what did she eat? Like <laughs> and like, so, so I'm like when you think about what sort of life do you want to live and it doesn't mean that every single day you're going to get to live that life it starts to um it starts to bring the intentionality so like I don't want chaos yeah. I want things. um mm. you know I don't even little things like, you know, I don't, things like on a practical, let's not be airy-fairy. I don't want to be rushed off my feet in the evening and the kids go to bed late and it's chaos, which mm. is why I find energy to cook in the morning. Because I know how oh, I want to feel yeah. after, at the end of my working day. It's hard. I mean, I'm I'm a morning person. That's just part of who I've adjusted to be or who I am. But the flip side is if I don't do that, what does the rest of the day look like? So that's how I that's how I've started to build what intention looks like in my day. Um, and not rigidly, because you can go to bed the night before and say, what do I want tomorrow to look like? It doesn't have to be your whole life. And just live into how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel every day? What are the needs that need to be met, whether they're your own or other people's? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Holes, what do you think? How do you figure out what's important to you? Um, I think I know some of the basic fundamentals um, that I require to um, stay in equilibrium. And being in equilibrium is something that I like to talk about a lot because it's really important to me. And for me, I've kind of figured out what those all important facets are. <clears throat> Number one is fitness. So making time to go to the gym. It's also having the appropriate time to decompress after work. So maybe it's watching something or doing a task that feels enjoyable. It's having my um, private time with God, usually in the morning, just being able mm. to like pray and speak to him. And I think it's being in good communication um, with friends and having that um, dialogue, that healthy uh, interaction as well. And so I base my life where I prioritise those things because they're the most important and everything else kind of has to slot around it. And it took me a long time to get to that point. And mm. um, I realised, and like, like I said before, every so often I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of this. I'm so fed up of it. And then I, when I fall out of sync, it's like, no, 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 no. There's a reason yeah, <laughs> why you had that in place. It's Honestly, it's horrible. I'm like, I just feel so raggedy. I'm like, no, nah, let's go back to, let's go back to the script. But like this year, I just really wanna, I wanna try something different. Like those important focuses are not gonna change. But I think the way, um, I. The way I go about it and maybe where I place it in is 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 just going to change because I just need a little bit of zhuzh to it. You need a bit of spice. Mean? You need a bit of chilli oil in your noodles. Yeah, exactly. I so, wonder what has inspired this change of perspective. I wonder. I'm not going to say because um, I said I'm not going to say that I anymore. I was just going to say, but without going to <laughs> But also the thing, about being, the thing about being rigid is not rigid in the, in the most negative sense. Inflexible. You have to... 
you have to also in this intentionality and focus allow for what life could be. So if you haven't got a partner, the way you're living your life, does it, will you be able to live this same life when you meet the person? Yes, I will. Yes, I will. You haven't. Yes, I will. If you haven't got children, (laughs) and obviously children change everything differently from having a man, but does this way of living, can I do this if I have an additional responsibility? How does it flex? So you've got to kind of, whilst you're living the life you want to live, it's focused, it's intentional, also think about where is the room for others. And and life happens. The margin, they call it margin. My Mm. answer to that is... I actually try not to really dwell on that because that's not the positions that I'm in at the moment. But I do know that I do kind of have enough discipline to um, flex in those instances. But I've also built my structure in such a way that I pretty much can still stick to those things. Um, If I like those elements do come into it, it's just maybe instead of going to gym in the morning and waking up at 5 a.m., maybe I'd have to go at lunchtime. Maybe I'd have to go into the evening. But I ain't giving it up for nothing because I know that this is what keeps me alive, like literally keeps me um, centered and grounded. And like one of my main focuses for the year is like satisfaction and um, what's the other word? Contentment. So whatever that might look like, that is my driving goal um, in 2023. So I feel like that feels nicely, kind of feeds nicely into my next question I was going to throw out in the group is that, you know, you need to focus on what's important to you. Find, sorry, find out what's important to you. But then that also kind of leads into, you know, defining success for yourself so what is important feeds into how you want to live your life and how you want to live your life effectively is your definition of success and one of the other facets of focusing on myself that I've had to realize I would say I would probably say since I turned 30 I feel like um was just kind of understanding that I need to set the parameters parameters if that's how you say it, of what is in, what is important to me but also parameters parameters <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> of what's important to me but I need to be kind of clear on what I'm about and what I'm trying to achieve and I say that because I, I feel like maybe in the last five years I've had to work intentionally not to compare myself to others obviously I don't want to go into it social media hashtag goals life site kind of lifestyle but also just being in an extremely competitive work environment all of these things can kind of take you away from what is important to you and what you want your life to be if you're my dad always used to say like if you're looking left and you're looking right you're not focusing on what's important to you you're not going to reach the finish line by the time you look left the person left is I suppose this is kind of contradictory but what they're doing in their lanes is nothing to do with what you're doing in your lane and focusing on and figuring out what is important to you and then focusing on you is also kind of not paying attention to what other people think, what other people are doing and how other people are living their life, especially when your life is on your timeline and other people's lives are on their timeline. So I don't know if any of us have ever struggled with that, but I know it's something I've had to be super, super intentional about in the last few years, just for my own peace of mind. Because if not, you, you'll have a good day and then you'll go on the internet if you see someone that has a better day or you talk to someone and you feel like they've had a bad, better day. It's like you better take your day and just burn it in ashes because it wasn't really worth anything compared to someone else or your perception of the life that someone else is living. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I get what you're trying to say. Um, Thank you. I get what you're trying to say. I mean, I don't, I don't have to add to that, but I think in terms of work this year, very differently... Mm. 
I'm in this really uncomfortable space where I now really need work to serve me in equal measure to how I serve it. And Why is that uncomfortable? From, because coming from, um, let's just take my profession as it mm, were, teaching yeah. where you are of service, you are just yeah. giving and yeah. you're doing what you're doing. And it's like, bar a promotion here and there, if you go for it, if you desire it, and I didn't desire that in education, like what am I gaining from this? And so I really have to think about who I work for, yeah. the, the tasks that I'm taking on to say, actually, as much as I have to offer to this workplace, I am being so conscientious about what it has to offer me. What do I get out of this space in terms of my personal growth, my professional growth, my skills? Um, and so it's not the same as competition, but it's definitely that mindfulness of focusing, focusing on me in a way at work I've never done before it's always what I can give to the workplace yeah I definitely agree Shan because I know these workplaces they they will replace you just like that so you really have to look at what type of place you're working for and how they can actually benefit you and what you can gain from them as opposed from what are they gaining from you not and not just the financial benefit is there anything else in terms of the work and in terms of the people that you're working with and all of those things, I think they play a major part. Go on, Tolls. Um, I think if we're talking about the professional context specifically, um, I think one of the ways I've kind of activated um, this sense of what I can control is being more proactive in 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 that sphere, is in... Why am I doing the job that I'm doing? What is the potential of it? Um, checking in and making sure that I'm learning something from it, that I'm growing, I'm expanding. And in some instances, uh, maybe having an end date as to when I kind of need to change gears. Um, because I can't lie to you. I'm one of those people that can get comfortable. I, I can get really comfortable, <laughs> you know. I can just sail along as long as people are telling me, ah, oh, you're doing a good job, you're doing great, wonderful. I can just really coast. And that's actually been picked up by other colleagues before who've seen the potential in me and they're just like, be more proactive. So my task moving forward is to be more proactive in that step and take greater control of what my career trajectory um, looks like. And I think that's really important for me, again, in terms of remaining in equilibrium in that kind of professional sense. I feel like I'm in the best um, kind of state that I've ever been really with regards to career uh, and my profession. Mm. And it's so easy for me to just get very complacent as opposed to pushing myself. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be my challenge um, this year to keep stretching. Okay, guys, I love you, but you, none of you answered the question. You said, what can we control, right? No, I said about how do you deal with like the comparison of others and the pressure oh. of comparing yourself to others and how do you still realign yourself with what is important to you, even though we oh. have external external pressure. You have pressures. to turn off the damn Instagram. I don't care. Yeah. I'm but not going to lie to you. I think it's really interesting that every everyone says that because one of the main kind of causes of anxiety and depression yeah. is kind of comparison even the bible says comparison is the thief of joy. joy so it's not a new problem no. it's just manifested itself in a different way aka insta sham 
I think it, I think you've raised a valid <laughs> point I, there. I stole that from someone else. I can't like, you know, that's you've not my... You've raised a valid my... point there. And I think it does, it can be quite um, a big issue for a lot of people. Um, personally, and it's not that I'm impervious to um, looking at other people comparison, but um, social media doesn't really motivate and move me in that way because I know ultimately everyone is full of BS. Like, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At the base, even, even myself, even myself, and I say it all the time. And whenever I'm doing things that look glamorous or glitzy, I'm like, um, every on weekend. the other side, I'm like, on the other side, this is where everything went wrong. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, that's not my particular downfall or my t- particular vice. It's not stuff such as social media. I think my comparison um, issue is with the person who I thought I would be, perhaps at this point, compared that's to who I am. That's very interesting. Point. So it's very internal. Um, it's yeah, it's internally influenced as opposed to externally influenced for me personally. Yeah, that is I, that's really I'm, interesting. Go on, Sean. I would say in terms of a how, I think it's very much about your tribe, who who's around you. And that doesn't necessarily answer the question about the how, because maybe I think perhaps I mitigate against comparison because. I hang around with like. So when I'm moving, my people are moving. When I'm chilling, my people are chilling. Like we're just on the same vibration. And so in terms of my immediate surroundings, the people who love and hold me, who I socialize with, I don't have to like compare and feel any type of way because any comparison is we're all, we're all doing bits we're all healing we're all accepting our trauma we're all growing we're all progressing so I think your tribe is a really important factor in terms of um comparison because and also if you are sort of feeling low or or you know looking to your left and looking to your right it's your tribe who will remind you of who that you are and they will, they will help you, they will gash you and remind you that actually great things happen for you and great things are to come for you when you can't find that motivation from yourself. Yep. No, I really like that. I really, really like that. Um, so then how do we mind our business and drink our water? Like, <laughs> how do we actually, how do we actually become ruthless with your attention? Because I think you guys are pretty resilient because everyone's kind of been like, I don't, have any external comparison issues I mean I don't think social media is the one is the issue for me because I look at Instagram I'm just like yeah I know you pose for 20 25 minutes just to take one picture (laughs) you know know, I know that you must have shares in Mac the amount of makeup that you're wearing like you just know things aren't real and they're curate Mm. and everything that you're seeing is curated Mm. and I feel like once you accept that you're kind of confident in it but also certain things I'm confident in in my my own self so I don't really want what someone else has but in the same breath, I feel where I my downfall is, is I'm extremely competitive at work. That's my mm-hmm. downfall. So if someone's doing something that I perceive to be better than what I'm doing, even if what I'm doing is actually amazing, I'll try and burn that place down and try and understand, <laughs> like, you lot think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'll try and understand why that person got that opportunity and I, I didn't, you know. And I had to realise that that's, one, it's not Christ, it's not, Christ-like as a Christian, I need to stop that madness. But two, also, I can't live life thinking that my graph is always half full or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always on the defensive or I'm always like a victim. It's like a spoiled, 
not like a spoiled, it's like a spoiled child who will have like 10 toys and someone gets one toy and then they want to like flip out. And so that's, um, that, um, that for me used to be my comparison issue used to be like, I want to be the best. I want to be the best and seeing someone else who's possibly shining, literally, you know, not being able to cope with that and kind of disassociating from everything I've done to look at that one thing that somebody else has. And so I had to realize that behavior wasn't, that behavior wasn't healthy and now I'm trying to figure out what's important to me. I'm thinking, of how do I focus just on myself or on my goals and still not get distracted by what someone else is doing? Even if someone calls me to like gossip about somebody else's husband or something, how do I like actually mind my business and drink my water? <laughs> like you think it's funny, but it's not because I like it's so easy think... to get, it's so easy to get distracted. Very. I think both can coexist, you know, hmm. in that. You can mind your business, believe in your source and stay focused on what you want. But also, let's remember phrases like you can't be what you can't see. Sometimes you have to look out, especially if you're in comfort. You know, you have to think what is next? And you do have to look to others. Maybe then. And I think that's that's the interesting part about my journey is at the moment, like my network is strong and I love my people. But actually, we're on par. And so my next phase is like, I actually need to start rocking with and rolling with and seeing the next step out. And that's not comparison in a way that I feel um, that it's not Christ-like. It's more comparison to aid my growth while still honouring. It's aspirational. Right. Mm. And remembering at the same time, that whilst you're minding your business and and not comparing yourself, there is someone who you're inspiring. Mm-hmm. There's always someone you're inspiring. It doesn't matter who yeah. you are. It really doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing in whatever capacity, whether it's work, friendship, relationship, parenting. There's someone who looks at something you do, whether it's the way you do your hair or the way you cook your food or the way you execute that meeting. There is somebody who's looking at you and thinking, I like the way she does that. You inspire someone and you're inspired by people. So I don't think it's a bad thing. No, that's true. You've made a good point there because I think I'm I'm just an ordinary human being, right? I don't think I'm impervious to comparison and things like that. But the reason why I guess it hasn't impacted me in certain ways is because a lot of the people and a lot of my friends, they've got such varied lifestyles and varied professions it's it's actually it would be ludicrous to Mm, even compare myself to people who are artists who are entrepreneurs who are writers things like that I'm Mm. I'm in no way similar to that and I haven't had a straightforward career journey either so there's it's not like I immediately went into the workforce to become um I don't know a banker and you know there's a million and one other bankers to compare Mm, yourself I feel like if that was kind of my career path then or say a lawyer then I definitely would be looking at my peers like oh okay so we're the same age and you got this and I I, I don't think I'll be impervious mm. to falling into that trap um so yeah like um, Shan said I think it's just um what I like doing is finding people who are aspirational to me in my life and they might actually be my peers to be honest with you a lot of the time it is like there's certain elements of how they approach their life how they do things and which inspires me to kind of um, change the way that I'm doing things and understand that I'm capable of more so in terms of minding my business I mean I kind of really do that 
already. I mean, if people bring news to me, they can bring news to me, but I'm not really the kind of person that is going to go and take it anywhere. And if it's like not really edifying for anybody else, I'm not really going to repeat it. So I feel that's like what we a, call a disciplined queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, everybody has a little moments of, oh, the tea is piping hot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like but generally in those instances it's just going to remain within a small group of people I'm not easily at this point in my life I'm not easily distracted um, by what other people are doing because I know how hard it is how much hard work has gone into getting me into the place I am now I was not always organized I was not always focused I was not always mm. um I wasn't always disciplined I didn't always have a plan and it just really wreaked, ha- wreaked I don't know how to say it wreaked havoc on my life so I don't want to go back to that and that's one of the things that helps me to stay focused and mind my business because I know what that chaos looks like and what it feels like and I don't really want to return to that so that always keeps pushing me forward and also ultimately like I leave my life in the care of and the hands of God like I I can have a million and one plans but at the end of the day I think I can't even remember the verse in the Bible it's like man has plans but God overrides it and that's literally I've learned or I'm learning the discipline of living my life that way as opposed to me trying to orchestrate every step there's an element of submission that has to go into it and it's like Lord have your way so I know if certain things are happening I can actually attribute that to his will and not oh it's going hey what's going on here and getting into anxiety and panic about it so I think for me that's a that's the best way in which I kind of um mind my business and stay focused Rach well for me I think I've come out of that phase where I was in in drama um, and what, what drama? To... What what phase? What drama? It's don't come on, well, don't come on the be... podcast and say the phase I was in drama, and then just try and <laughs> over it. <laughs> all like, right, what? All right, I'm not going to go into it, but like I was in my own dramas. Other people had their own dramas. They were bringing me dramas. But I feel like now my life has changed. I have my son now. There's just so many other things that I'm trying to mm. aspire to. So I just have to, again, as I was saying. My brain is on so many different things, so it's hard to keep focused. But what I try to do is what Shan was talking about earlier, writing things down and just having that there and keeping to it. Have it on a piece of paper. I've wrote it down like this is what I want to do and keep to that as opposed to looking at what everybody else is doing or or if they're bringing you some sort of drama or Mm. just... Yeah, I'll be the ER. I'll be like, "Mm, I think you should do this and then just keep it at that and then keep it moving. You gotta just keep it moving. We're gonna have to talk about this drama offline. See, I'm not see see how easy it is. I'm getting distracted. I'm not even <laughs> focusing on the episode. Can you imagine? Focus, see, focus, man. See, focus. See, see, it's what we call transparency. At least, at least you guys are not perfect. All right. So then, Tolls picked up on an, a nice point um, about basically us making plans and then God laughing at us. Um, so say you've got your plans for 2023, no pressure, you don't have to share. And then there's like, I wish I had some cards, but there's like, you know, those cards you see and they have different options. One could be random pregnancy. Other could be a death in the family. Other could be lose your job. Other could be break your leg. Like there's so many different things that could happen. 
I don't know why tolls like literally screams when I said random pregnancy. It's no. easily done. It's easily done. It's doing easy. the eye. You always I'm go for extremes. Yeah, I'm so, but I'm so dramatic. <laughs> do you know what I mean? How do you, like, how how do you how do you stay calm in that? Because life does happen, and to me, like life is ha- life is life in as they say. And like, it's just like, I guess you're going straight you're go- and it's like when you're on the motorway, so you go straight and something lips you and you tell spinning, like spinning, spinning, spinning around. Like, how do you get control of the car? Like, how do you get back on that, that straight path? Right. Or if it's not the exact same path, a path where you feel you're just not in free fall. It's so funny used- that, oh, sorry, sure. I was so using the same analogy, yeah. but not on the motorway, right? Yeah. Transport. You get to the station and your train's cancelled every day. Or whatever. You're not standing there. You're not standing there thinking, oh, I'll just, I'll just keep waiting. You start to think about your alternative routes. You start mm. to think, where's the Uber? How much is the Uber? How long is the bus gonna take? How long will it take me to walk? Whatever you need to do. And I think, I think that's why Tolls' earlier point, even though I'm I, I am kind of routine queen almost queen um told this point about allowing flexibility is important because you don't want to yeah. drive yourself and insane with a plan when life happens um mm. but it's about tr- mm. i i truly 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 believe it's about trusting yourself yeah. that that's all you have at the end of it regardless of any of those scenarios that you mentioned all you have is yourself that's the constant so you have to trust that you can make a decision that allows you to reroute, even if you're not on path, you might have to reroute. And even that, you have to be grounded in that. Like, I, you, it's not healthy, especially as a woman. And if you're a woman that wants children, it's not healthy to have the like, oh, I could have been a senior in five years, but I chose to have children, and then it took me ten. Like, what, what's that doing for you? You just have to understand that this is the journey as the journey is now. Do you know what? And to come into that, I think trying to anticipate all the curveballs that life will throw at you is just like a recipe for mental madness. I don't think anyone could um, should do it because like life will shock you in different ways. Like I think one of the things that we're not trained well in as we grow up as human beings is that we do not have control over every aspect of our lives. We feel like we can micromanage every aspect. It is absolutely false. And we feel like everything that we want has to and will come to us. That's absolutely false. We feel like we will Mm. definitely always have good health and we will live to the time and an age that we think we will mm. that can be forced for a lot of people and so I feel like as human beings we've kind of been socialized in a kind of a sphere of arrogance almost where we control the universe and how it operates and how it works I think we need to go back to basics um, and we need to have an element of humility as to how we approach things in our lives and understand that the unexpected unexpected is a definite in this life. And so all that mm. you can do to kind of pick up on what Shan said is ensure that you are in the best kind of mental, um, emotional state to handle um, anything that might come your way. Obviously, there are things that 
and knock you for six, which you can never be prepared for. But the best thing to do for yourself is to ensure that you are as healthy as possible in every way, mentally, physically, socially, just build health all in every aspect and area of your life mm. so that when these things occur, hopefully it won't destabilize you forever and it won't take you into just uh, an enormous black void. And unfortunately for a lot of people, that's what they're struggling with. And that's why a lot of people um, struggle with depression and things like that, because it just it's, they've just been taken so unawares. They haven't built that mental resilience in preparation um, for the unexpectedness of life. And there's only a certain level that you can build to because you don't know what's coming. But it comes back yeah. to like one of the episodes we had last year, I think it was about mental um, resilience. And we were talking about it in the workplace, but it's also important in life as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's one thing you just have to accept that you can't control everything and the you know, you might think that you're in a madness, but the universe can, you know, it can up the levels if you push it. Don't worry about it. Whatever you think is the worst could get worse, but also it could yeah. get a lot better. You just don't have any control either way. Yeah. So the thing, don't stay stuck in the past. Don't stay stuck on what can't yeah. change. Like you just have to look forward and look forward in which with whatever tools and whatever resources you have going forward. If you're stuck on the but but it was meant yeah. to, but yeah. I had all the past, past, past tense. Yeah. Growth is so important in focus. Yeah, yeah, you've got to pivot and also recognize that if you're not able to do it individually by yourself, there are resources um, that you can kind of utilize. You can utilize therapists, uh, mm. you can utilize your immediate community, families and friends, people that can help you get back on back back on your path. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So we're coming to the end of the episode. Just, I just wanted to thank you ladies for just being so open and transparent, even with your own lived experience. I just want to throw it out to the listeners and just kind of ask them, you know, what is it like to focus on you for them? Like you can tell us what you're focusing on this year, if you're making any changes, if what we've said has been helpful, if you've got any other suggestions or things that you want us to share with other listeners, as always, you can at us on Instagram, you can be in our DMs. Please, I'd love someone in our DMs. Also, more people in our DMs, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I need help, but um, our at is uk. Please feel free to email us as well. So that's blackwomenworkinguk at gmail. If you've got any suggestions for topics or you think we should cover an issue that we haven't yet picked up on, as always, please like and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And also please share our content, especially if you feel like it's helping you and it's beneficial because we're just trying to reach as many black women as possible who are working. So that is a big remit of women. So if you feel like our content can help someone that you know, please, please, please feel free to reach out. Please, please, please feel free to share. So this week I'm going to be focusing on myself. Um, the way I'm going to be doing that is trying to limit my time on Instagram and also just remind myself daily of what is important to me. Because I feel like if you have a daily mantra where you focus on what's important to you, you're less likely to get distracted. Um, I'm not living Rachel's life or people bringing me drama. I still want to know what that drama is, Rachel. So I'm going to pick up that up with you offline and I'm not joking because I need a bit of spice my life's a bit dry today. oh dear <laughs> oh dear but lady I would just love to say thank you very much and to our listeners we'll see you on the next episode toodles ta-ra ta-ra Bye. Bye.
Thanks. Tara, Tara, like Scylla Black, rest in peace. Okay, sorry, I missed that one. All right, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>